Hello and welcome to the Oh Dear Podcast. My name is Christian Duran, Senior Vice President of the Oh Dear Podcast, Oh Dear Nation, Oh Dear Limited, and Oh Dear Subsidiaries. Uh, we got an interesting episode for you today, a very special episode. It's uh, a, a flashback, throwback, if you will, the secret origins of the Oh Dear Podcast. This is a podcast before we did this podcast. It's called the Future Hall of Famers Podcast. Um, I invited uh, Nick Whitmer and Brett Rabel to do it a long time ago, and I think you can hear the seeds of the Oh Dear podcast in it. It's actually kind of interesting if you're a fan of ours. So you'll hear some hallmarks. We talk about Airbud. We talk about a vast number of things, but this was recorded a few years ago. It's an interesting listen. I think Trump wasn't even president at this point. Uh, so it's kind of cool to hear. So we'll be back next week. Uh, enjoy, guys. <laughs> This is the first. Uh, <laughs> and my character is wit is like a real you have attempt. To. Like I have to really change my voice to play wit in the show because I, my real voice is. Hey guys, what's I, up? Yeah. <laughs> I think that is your real voice, and I think ever since I've known you for several years, you've just been putting on this kind of like rugged trucker voice. <laughs> it's not a trucker voice, <laughs> but it's fun to call it that. Well, I'm here. Uh, we're in Nick's apartment. This is the first like episode of this, and I just started this just because uh, we're all comedians. Um, we're here in New York, uh, and if you don't know the show Future Hall of Famers, you should check it out. It's on our my YouTube channel, Future Hall of Famers. Go to ChristianDuranComedy.com. It's a very funny show, very strong language. Yeah, and the uh, gentlemen involved are a big, very funny part of it. Yeah, um, and for sure, uh, check out uh, follow Burt Rabel that Twitter. <laughs> I'm yeah. just like doing the plugs up front. <laughs> I know, really. I was thinking that halfway through, I was like, why am I doing the plugs right now? <laughs> I just uh, wanted people like, is, are they just going to promote? The, yeah. <laughs> but yours is worth promoting. Yours actually, that. that was a real, and you should, people actually should check that out. Sorry. All right. Sorry to interrupt. No, I uh, no. this is, but I was thinking, I'm like, this is just kind of under the future Hall of Famers banner. Yeah. But this is not really going to be about that show. What it's else? Just gonna be, we're just going to be talking about whatever we want to talk about, I feel What like. else are you going to make happen under the future Hall of Famers banner? I don't know, man. Coasters? Books, <laughs> movies, <laughs> tie-in, Burger King tie-ins and stuff. Oh my, if you got Burger King big, if we were as big as the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can't quite get McDonald's, but they don't, they frown when you say faggot. <laughs> They're not crazy about that. Not their favorite Burger part King's of the show. Like, hey man, whatever sells. Yeah, Burger King's whatever. like, whatever rolls, man. We, Actually, that's Hardee's. Hardee's like, what do you want? Two chicks in a bikini in our commercials? Kate Upton eating her burger in slow-mo. You got it, dude. What else you want? The word faggot? <laughs> you got it, bro. I feel like we could get into White Castle. Like, they, they wouldn't give a shit that much. They'd be like, all right, well, you know, we're White Castle. They would be like, <laughs> okay. Well, based on- We love it, but- <laughs> Three less N-words. Yeah. <laughs> we noticed in the first episode you used the N-word. Uh, but um, 
And by the way, I'm not white. If you're listening to this and you don't know yeah. anything, about this. I feel like I need to say that in the audio only medium. You know, it's great. I, I can audio only go. I'm also not white. <laughs> yeah, I am stark black. <laughs> stark, no black uh, versus stark black. Yeah. <laughs> Those aren't the hues. You don't. Are you sure that's not what they say? <laughs> Seal isn't stark black. Seal. Wow. I love Seal. Yeah, it's pretty. That was one of the. I thought. I just in the moment thought of the black as skin wise. Yeah, I guess man, he is. I could think of. He's pretty black. I mean, he was like, like he took over. Well, I don't know if he took over, but Wesley Snipes was the. I mean, not the Steel Chappelle show thing, but like Wesley Snipes was the blackest guy for a long time, and you don't even hear much about like who is the blackest dude. Right. Maybe it's like um, this is the guy from The Wire, Omar. Uh oh. Uh, He's pretty dark. Not Stringer Bell. Michael. K. Williams? Yeah, Michael yeah. K. That's uh, Beavis. If no, I know who the blackest guy is. Yeah. <laughs> now, this does seem racist. <laughs> this is, all right. Christian, should I whisper it to you so I can have the non-black version? Sure. Or the What's non-black his name? Person? Like, is his name offensive? <laughs> it's the guy who said, I'm would... the captain now. Oh, that guy. Wow. <laughs> captain Phil. you're going to be like, oh, it's a spook Daniels. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you're talking, though, I was like, what are you saying? Like, you can't even say the guy's name? <laughs> yeah, that is the no that guy, and I don't really Just, like how. I'm not picking up him too loud, is it? Sorry. Yeah, I know. It's, He's like going all over the place. Okay, yeah. It's Whitmer's. Is, I don't know how to turn down Whitmer's game, but no worries. Sorry, keep going. Hi. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, that guy. I don't like how everybody when he came out is kind of like the Gabourey Sidibe thing, where they're like, "Isn't it great that this guy can act?" And like, look at his story, and then like. Nobody's hiring him after that. Yeah. Because yeah. he can only play Somali pirate. This yeah. is the only thing. Yeah. He doesn't need a Somali pirate. Yeah. It's <laughs> only going to get more racist from Somali pirates. I know. <laughs> like, exactly. But they kind of should use him. Like, I actually think it would be a great rom com. Like, a Somali pirate rom com already sounds better to me than just, like, you know. Two white people in Upper East Side Manhattan right. who are mildly successful and super hot. Yeah. I mean, what do you do with that? Somali pirate rom-com? They, like, share a mud pie? <laughs> That's so, is that bad? That's the problem with me. Like, I don't know if I'm saying bad stuff. And then somebody's yeah. like, you're a dick. And I'm like, oh, okay. Doesn't matter. It doesn't know. matter. You're it's not, not, like not support. It's not like your lack of knowledge on Somali pirates is like somehow problematic yeah you know like (laughs) is it okay to be ignorant i don't feel like it is that's a big question it isn't uh depending on who you're with or interacting with uh no there are some people who like any amount of ignorance on a topic equates to aggression yeah (laughs) and those are like to me those are the actually ignorant people right who don't have any leash or leeway for not full informedness or not full quote wokeness yeah end quote the super woke the super woke where did that come from woke woke i'm so woke social media i think it started on social media and then it became like uh and now it's just in the pop culture lexicon yeah it's not and actually to me i have like beef with just the term woke i think they're very important issues that people are hinting at but the word woke i hate because it minimizes it's not it shouldn't be trendy to uh like social justice shouldn't be trendy. Right. Yeah. yeah it should be 
valuable and it's like become this like fashion statement to like wear a show yeah yeah i could not agree more i can it's you're undermining the actual cause by making it a trendy thing for people to participate in because people aren't participating because they're actually wanting to see change they're participating so they can feel like they're getting social media likes and stuff yeah dude like like uh, okay i don't want to sound like way too mr social justice but like the word woke like woke isn't like it it feels how it's used by a lot of people, like a Coachella headdress, <laughs> where it's like people just wear it because it looks good in photos, yeah. but they don't give a shit or know what the fuck it is. Right? Yeah, it's, it's just like, like a, a Black Lives Matter. It shouldn't be like Coachella, right? It's just America. That doesn't mean it can't have fun, whatever. But it, I don't know. Some people, for some people, it's just about broadcasting their. Uh, virtuousness right yeah I think so too and all this stuff is like super commercialized now yeah so it's like I don't even understand why people got that mad at that Pepsi commercial that came out with Kendall Jenner or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's like it is because that's what it's just the natural progression of what you're doing already like why wouldn't you think Pepsi would do that they're like this is tone deaf I'm like well you kind of made them do that what did you watch the Super Bowl like the commercials are all, all the commercials are like Rosa Parks right. quote from her and then afterwards it says Chevy like what? what what does Chevy have to do with Rosa Parks you're co-signing on her so you can sell more Chevys yeah. like it's it's like they also they make Black Lives Matter t-shirts who's making money off of those they have to buy them from somewhere is it is it because I know one thing the guy Fox masks yeah you know like Rupert Murdoch owns Fox Studios who made V for Vendetta who owns all those masks every yeah, time exactly. some ever revolutionary person buys a guy Fox Fox masks to work right. to a rally. Rupert Murdoch makes another <laughs> nickel yeah, or whatever exactly. that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, no. What's well, like, it's like the, the, the Che Guevara shirts oh, yeah. are like, I know to you, I don't know much about him. He represents revolutionary. That's just some kid in business school who is like, oh, I should publish. That's a cool image. Right, yeah. And now that guy owns an island. Right, exactly. And consumes more Indians. Off your, uh, off your dumb... It's like also protests. like Cuba didn't that it didn't work. The people revolted against the government and then they imposed a dictatorship like it didn't work. So why are we worshiping this guy? Right. Like he might have had nice ideals at one point, but he totally I know he was like a doctor and he was like on the right side of things mentally. But after the regime took over, Fidel Castro took power and then literally Cuba just got the Internet like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Like It's not good. It didn't work out. So that would be great if they just got the Internet and their first use of it was listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, shut it down. Huge uh, fan base. That sucks. It would be funny if in that like Chevy commercial with Rosa Parks, they're just like, we made the bus. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> you mean the one that she wasn't allowed to sit in the front of? <laughs> well, like, it's industries dirty. Like, you know, Ford Motor Company made German military yeah, equipment. Yeah, of course. And that when the Americans were bombing, I say the Americans, like, I'm not American, yeah. but when we were bombing Germany, one of the Ford factories in Germany blew up. And then Ford Motor Company sued the United States of America. That's so fast. And won. Yeah, <laughs> they, are you they serious? Won money in the 70s yeah or it was maybe the 50s yeah so it's like the whole it's it it's it's gross man it's it's all it's all co-opted by it's, people making money and that's i mean sadly i mean anything like this podcast for instance like the only way we will have success with this podcast is if companies will want to sponsor it and right we'll read course. their ads so well that's what we're i was thinking about this this week is like we're in such a weird uh weird thing where we're like 
We uh, oh Beavis, young Beavis is down here needing a. He's an attention horse. Just my so dog people know, that's a dog. <laughs> that's a dog. <laughs> you gotta really. Young Beavis is down here needing attention. <laughs> that's a dog. Like, can we keep in a cage? <laughs> yeah, it's like, please clarify to That'd anyone listening. Um, but we're in this weird moment Sorry, where young, we have to like eleven-year-old Charlie's second me. <laughs> <laughs> Dibs on next. <laughs> we're we're in a weird moment where we have to reconcile like capitalism with basically all this like with our own morality because like all these causes like me too or black Lives matter and all this stuff these are like great humanity humanitarian causes but at the same time it's like you're also living day to day in this system that's like the whole point is the strong survive and the weak don't yes you get you get fucked over well this is a like a uh feeling i have i guess towards capitalism as an abstract concept I don't think our generation understands that there is good and value to it. Right. And that's frustrating. Yeah. It's not this like it's pure evil when no one understands capitalism. Certainly not you like that person who like is like it's evil. It's like there's it's complex. There's a lot to it. That's awful. There are checks on it that need to happen. I agree. But it isn't this purely evil thing I, I don't know it's just i just hate i just hate uh loud opinions based in little knowledge right and that's what there's a lot of i think it's always been like this though i think in the 60s and you know people protesting the vietnam war i think i mean the rise of communism and stuff i think that a, a lot of people believe those ideas back then too so i think young people are always, oh even earlier yeah i think but i think young people always tend to be more liberal and i think young people tend to co-sign on ideas like socialism and communism because they sound good in theory but like christian has a bit about running an open mic and buying a microphone for it and <laughs> instantly becoming republican because like once That's you fun. start owning shit and you have to you buy yeah. a house and you have to pay property taxes and you're right. sending kids to school you know like your idea the ideas of like capitalism start to be like oh yeah, this is great if I use right. the system right. You know? I was a hardcore liberal until I submitted my first W-2. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah. and well, then I was like, you know what? We need to make America great again. Right. No, well, it's, okay. I mean, that's kind of true. I mean, that, that was where that bit came from. Like, once you start spending your own money and, like, you – I mean, I'm not Republican or conservative by any means. But, like, once you start spending your money and, like, you look at your paycheck and you see how many – how much taxes are being taken out, you're like – Yo, what the fuck am I paying for? It actually, it actually is, yeah, no, it actually is like, uh, cr- you're and you're not in an upper tax bracket. Well, right, you're in. There's like the worst tax bracket is the one where you're not rich enough to find the holes. Right. Yeah. So you're just getting pounded. <laughs> right. Which, I don't think none of us are in that tax bracket. Yeah. No, but, we but all, like, we're all getting taxed more though because it's city. We have to pay city taxes right. and state taxes and federal taxes. New York and is sales tax. Everything you spend yeah, is every, eight to what eleven yeah. percent. Yeah. Know. So I get destroyed every year because I, I ten ninety nine. You know, independent contractor taxes are with are not withheld. So yeah, every every time I fill my taxes, it's like it sucks. Yeah, that that it, must hurt so bad. Yeah, because it's like a, I get a new bill for four thousand dollars, five thousand dollars. Like, oh my god, it sucks. It really sucks. But it's also like you have to pay taxes because you live in America, so, right? You know, it's and that's what uh, did you see that? We, well, <laughs> West, it's nice. Once well, again, that, you well, don't. that's another thing that bothers me too is that every single corporate 
structure has like loopholes to where they don't have to pay taxes. Right. Did you know Google pays Google what their business plan? Uh, not business plan. It's built into their business to evade taxes and then pay the fines after evading. Yeah. Because it's cheaper taxes. Yeah. Google in the in Europe, I think they set their like all their income comes through Ireland. Mm-hmm. And they pay like a 0.5% tax rate or, or Apple does. It was but one or both of them. They shouldn't pay a lower tax rate than a guy who works on a fucking dock. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. But yeah. No, it's, hor- it's I mean, it's absolutely horseshit. Yeah. So like, and then like what Trump was saying during the debates and he kind of like, truth. and it, the, yeah. the thing is, like, I thought that like that would have sunk him because Hillary and them had this whole idea about this guy's not paying taxes. And when the regular common man hears this, they're going to be so pissed off to learn no. that this guy's not paying taxes. And he just goes, hey, it's your system. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the one no, who exploited it. Which is yours. a great yeah, argument. It kind of is. It's so funny. It's like, you're the one working in government this whole time. It's like, it right. me. Well, because <laughs> he just said what everybody already knew. Yeah. So they're like, I'm glad somebody finally said it. Yeah. Yeah. And he did, and like I remember talking to uh, friends from Kansas who are Trump supporters, and when the idea of Trump not paying taxes, they took pride in that. Right? They were like, "Hell yeah, he doesn't." That's because they. I think they go, "That's me if I'm rich." Oh yeah. Oh, right. like I, I love that he that. found a way yeah. to beat the cheat the game or beat yeah. the system. Because I don't think people like it. I I don't think people think it's like fair, really. So it's like anything you can do to. You know, gain an advantage. I mean, that's the whole. That's the whole kind of point of capitalism in some ways. Like anything you can do oh, yeah. to gain an advantage is, you know, what you should be doing. I mean, obviously, like the whole unregulated capitalism. That's the whole point. But I don't well, know. Yeah, that, that's like the book. I'm actually reading a book right now, and I can't believe I'm bringing up a book I'm reading <laughs> on a podcast because I'm not that bright. But the book is about like Teddy Roosevelt and William Taft mm-hmm. and all of the massive trusts yeah. and corporations. And I think it was like around the first time America had to combat ginormous business interests. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so it's, that's like to me the first time America did that. And uh, that's one of the ways Teddy Roosevelt was a badass is he was like the first Trustbuster. Trustbuster. Yeah, he like stood up to him in a big way. And what's inspiring about him, sorry to bring it to him, but I know we we live in like a current Republican Democrat like binary system. Uh one's it's just you either the uh, one or the other. But Teddy Roosevelt like Republicans were actually pretty progressive back then. And also they all just wanted to make things the good ones wanted to actually make things better. So they didn't give a shit if you're a Republican or a Democrat. Right. You could just be in his cabinet if you were yeah. very bright and a white guy. Why how where did that go? Yeah. Can we not let that go? The good old about, days. I was talking about the Democrat Republican in the same thing. No, I know. <laughs> and then I'm just like, no, oh, I that know. I think I'm not hundred percent sure about this. But I, I think it kind of started with like Nixon and how things got so toxic with him spying on the other party and right. it becoming so like them versus us type of shit. Well, yeah. Um, and Kennedy too, I think Kennedy was like super, like he was Obama to people, like, and then he got killed. And I don't know, but yeah, it's not party politics is gross now. Like, yeah, it even comes to the point where like 
I, one of the good things about Trump is he's he's I don't know if he's ending it, but he's definitely fighting it. Like he fucking shitting like Don McCain is dying. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like they literally were like, he's like, well, this is what John McCain had to say. And the, the spokesperson of the White House is like, yeah, he's going to be dead in two weeks. So who cares? Like, that's what he uh-huh. said. Like sure. against yeah. like the the like patriarch of the republican party this guy's been around forever you know like it's 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 weird he's telling him to fuck himself did you guys see that video of um it's this guy in new york and he he's at some like you know fresh fresh or like some salad place and he's he gets like not violently but like furious that the kind of person is speaking spanish yeah to a spanish person he's a warrior yeah Yeah. and he's like you missed this when you're in hawaii bro oh right right yeah (laughs) so this happened like last week in manhattan this guy's in midtown manhattan he's like you know you know dressed like a he looks like a trump son he looks like a trump's kid (laughs) yeah and he just starts like and then of course everybody has a phone to start recording it but yeah so what was he explaining about the number he's going he's like this place it says English, like this is an English. This is America. They should be speaking English. This guy, he spoke uh, Spanish too. That guy, he spoke Spanish too. That guy, I'm gonna call ICE and get these guys deported. These, they're paying. I'm paying for their welfare. And like, first of all, they're working, so you're probably not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, that's a good point. But that's. But to me, that's like. And where this is all coming from is like that tax anger. Like I yeah. think there's like real anger about a lot of stuff. Oh, that and, guy isn't getting the loopholes. Right. Yeah. Like that's to me, that's like a lot of this anger is built off, like feeling like you're getting fucked on money. And then who am I to blame for this? And it's probably, well, the immigrants are taking my tax money. And it's also like, I think people are just generally upset right now. We're in a weird, like, angry time in America. Yeah. And I just think, like, it's also, like, you're not allowed to complain. Because as soon as you start complaining, like, if you're a white guy, some, like, a woman's going to go, well, you're a white male, so you have so many more advantages. And then a black person will be like, well, you're a white woman. You'll Which, have so many more advantages. I, yeah. And then a trans person goes, well, you're a fucking cisgendered fuck <laughs> yeah well, that, that's i think that that's the problem is we're having like it's like uh privilege olympics or something it's right. like where it's like depending on where you are and what like i remember i, I saw i forget the youtube video but it was the like privilege olympics it, it's just skiing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was watching this youtube video and it was like john stewart and another straight white man talking very articulately and intelligently about some sort of subject right and the first youtube comment was yeah says two straight straight white males or whatever. i'm just like what the it was like a really good cover yeah like how come they're not allowed to have an opinion right like even if they're like it doesn't matter if their opinion holds less weight to you because their their gender and race by the way i'm just letting you know that that's fundamentally the definition of being racist is to discredit people based off of their race and then sexism based off their gender uh that's exactly what you're trying to fight and that's what always annoys me about that side is that like instead of trying to achieve full everybody with the equality it's basically using the tactics that you felt were used against your people against the people who are using them against you so now you're just being racist to them or being sexist to them and it's just like what are we doing how is this helping yeah like, how does it help to be like no it doesn't oh you're a man oh well guess what now i'm gonna treat you it's like i, I made a joke kind of half joke about it. this football player uh 
got arrested and he was kind of on thin ice because his college football career, like he got in trouble in college and he was a first year player. His girlfriend calls the cops and says that he beat the shit out of her. They come and arrest him. And he's like inches away from just being done with football. Cause mm-hmm. like no one, they're tired of his shit. Well, during court last week, the woman came out and said that she made the whole thing up because she wanted to end his career. Right. So it's like, but no one believed him. No yeah. one believed him. I'm, right. a, I'm a love football. I didn't believe him. So like yeah. football players have become the new women. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're like, oh no one God. believes <laughs> if, it's, if a football player yeah. hits somebody and it's like, oh, of course he did. You know what I mean? What was he wearing? Uh, yeah, he's a big guy. Let me go. He's a big muscular guy. Right. Was he wearing his helmet? When, you know, like no one believes him. It's, so it's like, why are we now, instead of going, hey, did we learn our lesson from silencing women? No, we're just going to now silence the other side and overcorrect. Yeah. It's well, like we're, we're not learning anything. It's because like. the, the system or the like, I guess that guy, quote unquote, fits the profile. Yeah. Right. Football player. Uh, I guess I don't know this story, but battered girlfriend. Is you, well, he's not. <laughs> no, she's an. No, she was a accusatorily yeah. battered girl. Yeah, so she called and said that. Yeah, she, and she, by the way, did it very like she said. Well, this is, she called nine one one three times, and when they asked her about it, she's like, "Yeah, I was trying to be extra." <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> she's extra. like, "That's but that's like social media language." Influencing, yeah. a very. He, does know. she not yeah. know those accusations? Yeah, none of it's but real. Extra is like, oh, you it's what, like flirted with his friend to annoy him. It's what annoyed me about the Me Too movement. Whenever somebody was accused, it was automatically they did it, and there were and, and there's it, it was guilty before proven innocent. And a lot of these people got away with it for a very long period of time. So maybe you can make the argument good, but well, that it's it. Go ahead. There was the the I think the idea was like perhaps an element of overcorrection needed to have happened for us to then go back into a better equilibrium. But don't you see that it's the same human trait? It's the same. It's like we can either ignore this side or the other side and we just shift. And right. there's no like no, actual true lessons being learned. It's like it's like it's basically being like. It's one extreme or the other. It's one side well, or the other. This is, but I think, yeah, I agree. I actually wholeheartedly agree with you. Yeah. I think radical people of radical opinions being that to me in this case means people with like who are less diplomatic or less centrist about their opinions. They are sometimes valuable, even though they can be wrong because they make the middle go a little bit more to perhaps a more progressed or like just side. Yeah. But they're wrong. But the smart ones who move a little more are good. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what you're saying, like the, I guess the me too stuff, like, yeah, the, it feeling like just, I guess an explosion where all are guilty isn't good, but it is good for the general middle to then go a little more aware and a little more everything. Yeah, the thing I mean, is, I everything agree. should be case by case. Yeah. It's just hard intellectually, and people don't have time. Nor, or sometimes they willfully don't do it. Well, I think that's one of the weakest things about humans in general because we Arms. humans do have like uh, a trait to 
recognize trends very well. That's one of the things that human beings have in terms of surviving, evolutionary speaking, of recognizing patterns and things and being able to make future decisions based off of past patterns you've recognized, things like that. It's one of the things that makes human beings special. Uh, That being said, it also makes people like this. It's like conspiracy theorists are like this too. They, mm-hmm. they recognize patterns where they're not actually there. Yeah. Uh, and things like this too, where it's an overcorrection, but it's actually the same actual human mindset. So no one's right. actually really evolving. It's just the same mindset applied to the other side. It was like, we used to ignore women. Now we ignore men who are accused. Right, you know, right. it's just that we used to, and it's just, we're just shifting and yeah. we're not actually, and I know what you're saying, difficulty. I totally get it. But I, I do think it's kind of like, it's also, everybody's patting themselves on the back for this change. It's like you haven't, like the fact that Louis is is, is held in the same regard as Harvey Weinstein in people's minds right now is just like so, so fucked up. It's so mean. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he jerked off in front of people. Was it cool? No. Should he have gotten fired from the jobs? Sure. Should he? Would he have gone to prison if a cop walked in and caught him? No. It wasn't. It was a misdemeanor. Like, like, <laughs> why are we acting like this guy who done a creepy thing is just as bad as Harvey Weinstein? Why are we putting him in a video, a picture collage next to a journalist's face as they're reporting the news with him and Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein and like Kevin Spacey? Like, and how is Hitler. that fair? might as well I mean uh, it's really aggressive it's just like I just I think it's the most it's so unfair and I think that we're taking these people down and it's just like I don't know if this is healthy it's easy because it's lynch mob shit well because it's very easy to just say uh, it's it's very digestible for people to just go everybody on this side's bad everybody on this side's good and uh, I mean just some nuance takes you know it takes effort and People have bills, man. And it's, like, yeah, you, know, you do just want to like get through that's life as comfortably as you can. Yeah, well, you, that's a really yeah funny I get way it. Of doing it. <laughs> But when I, you, I got bills, man. I mean, Louis is a rapist. But that's not where it comes from. It doesn't come from life exasperation. It, for some people, I guess it does. Right. But for some people, I actually think it comes from either a deliberately or uh, accidentally malicious place. Yeah. That willful ignorance mm-hmm. it's like you don't want to know the whole truth because the truth that Ooh, you buy into is your truth yeah and your truth isn't the truth but to you it is yeah does that make sense yes i feel to, like that's a lot of that's a truth. perfect way to bring it to future hall of famers number two which you can watch on youtube and that's what that whole episode speaking is about. of i've tweeted about this <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> i'll be this i'm talking Not about rape that episode be this over here come here fucking annoying I'm just kidding. he's an attention yeah statement. I interrupted you, you gonna no, I just think that like it's it's like when Fox News purposely runs a story that's not true and then retracts it when no one's watching at 1am yeah so it's like <laughs> that's, on, that that's what we're doing both, that happened on both sides in both well, sides no, regardless of whether both sides but, I know. Know, but both sides just kept getting political points on you did it well then you did it then Ooh, yeah. I mean when Donald Trump uh, became like, president I, I think a journalist tweeted uh, he removed the Martin Luther King Jr. bust from the Oval and Office. he didn't. No. He just, the journalist, you know what it was? There was a crowd and the journalist didn't have a view of it. Yeah. And then he just, <laughs> took, the photo he took, he didn't have a view of it. And then he just tweeted that. It got like 80,000, re- maybe millions of people saw that. 
And they're like, that's horrific. Right. Yeah. And then it turns out that was a non-story. And but then the, 200 people saw the retraction yeah. of the apology. So that's the thing that, that's a great point because that's exactly what I'm talking about with this Louis thing is that when you are reporting things the way you are and people are seeing it and then not getting the full information, they're assuming things that aren't true. Like the Woody Allen thing is a good example. Woody Allen uh, has two things. Like people think that Woody Allen married his daughter. And Woody he, Allen he has did two it. things. Annie well, Hall and Midnight in Paris. <laughs> he, he, they think he married his daughter and he didn't marry his daughter. Uh, it was a it was a girl that he... It's all creepy, of course. He met when she was like 14 uh, and later married when she was 18. And the, there's the other thing with his, his other adopted daughter that's weird. But... Everybody goes, when you hear Woody Allen, you're like, oh, yeah, he molested and raped and then married his daughter. It's like, that's not like we need to like if you actually understood what happened, you'd better off be making a judgment on Woody Allen rather than just assuming shit. And that's what everybody does. They hear the little bit of the story. And now, like, I bet you if you just pulled random people, hey, what did Louis C.K. do? Oh, he raped somebody. I guarantee you, like 30 percent of people would just think that. You got to get ahead of the accusations, man. Yeah, but the problem with the (laughs) get ahead of the accusations. Well, that's what Bill. Uh, not Bill Alec Baldwin did yeah yeah, yeah. I remember after this Me Too shit in the the storm of it he came out and he said I've done bad things to women right I've ignored women right I've abused women Mm -hmm. and he said it so like Good for me, right, right. And then you can't hit him because yeah. he was like, "I said I, I, said did. I did it." And I was like, <laughs> "Women out there were like, fuck, he was the worst <laughs> one." And by the way, since he's playing Trump on SNL, everybody's like, he's this liberal folk hero. Well, yeah, and it's gonna... like no one like they just glossed over that shit about the stuff that he did because they didn't want to take him down because they were too busy enjoying his Trump fucking SNL sketches. Well, right. <laughs> like, we don't have to talk about that. You're gonna no, say something crazy. Um, well, I mean, like the journalist who who said that thing about the MLK bust. Yeah, that guy's got a mortgage, man. Like and he didn't get the thing, so he has to have some kind of other story. That I mean, I don't know if was he a news reporter or is he like a, a blogger? Or something? It's like a, yeah. he was. He was like a. Oh, I don't remember exactly, so don't cool man. But it was like he was a journalist for a real it was one yeah i think it was the real thing yeah it's not it wasn't just like things a guy who runs tim which another thing is like now that we're going back to advertisement journalism and like clicks through to blogs i remember there's this blog that said like it was literally like a post that came up on facebook about how the teenage mutant into turtles were only created for this shocking reason and you'll never know why and you right. click on it and it's basically <laughs> like, like uh, oh they they used the they were created to sell toys and pizza to kids okay and it's like yeah dude <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, but, but, yeah but like dude don't they realize that this blog was created just to get clicks to advertise uh, yeah. to the, like this whole blog was only written so people would click on it and then the, the people would pay them the advertisement money per click basis in the article that's there like, I desperately want people to understand that like people get paid by the word like yeah, yeah. You know I mean? and they like get paid at clicks now so they, they have yeah. no reason to make anything other than sensation, uh, like, sensational shit anything you read any journalist like there's a 24 hours news cycle they have to put stuff on there so you keep watching so they can sell you stuff and it's like dude if people people understood that it's like then not, everything is questionable and i mean not to get too conspiracy theory but like at least you can have that 
that uh, perspective about everything you read. You're well, like, well, that's true. And not to get too conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. but 9-11 was an itchy job. <laughs> right. And I want to meet the guy. <laughs> I want to meet the guy with on that Ninja Turtles. Like, it was just created to sell pizza to children. I want to meet the guy. Because me and Christian were like, right. <laughs> but yeah, I do want to yeah. meet the guy who's like, Shut up. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Dude, anytime. Any cartoon that gets put on television is put on television because people yeah. go, oh, we can make money from advertisers right. during this thing. And by the way, this kids' certain- shows have a lot of ads. I oh, watched right. Paw Patrol with my nephew yeah. this past week, <laughs> and it was like 16 minutes and then 14 minutes of ads. Right. Uh, and man. you know what? Because kids aren't. They don't. They're just flashing lights is entertaining to them. Yeah, yeah they so watch. He it. watches the ads, right? And he just he can't look away from them, and uh, he's like so blank faced when he's looking at it. Yeah, and the reason that they make these shows like they're like, all right, well, if we make them educational, then parents will put their kids in front of. Them. It's the only reason they did that. They yeah. do that if they were like they make parents tons will of put their if we put tits in it, they would put tits <laughs> in it. If, yeah. Kids enjoyed that. What's well, like? I mean, remember like when speak a few. Remember in school when you had to write like a five-page uh, essay on something or a research paper, and you're at like four and a half pages, so you just start yes adding bullshit exactly. filler. That's what the news does because now that it's there's twenty four, and especially like the sports media, it's just them justifying their own existence right. because like they'll yes. take like if you turn on Sports Center right now, it's not even Sports Center; it's a it's- debate sports show, and they just float these debates they go is lebron james worse than michael jordan you'll find out next it's like no one's talking about that (laughs) you float this dumb theory and then you guys debate about it for 20 straight minutes it's like you're just justifying your own existence like you don't no one needs to talk about this right now so it's the same thing with political news it's like oh did obama break the law egregiously we'll find out next and then they have these debates and it's all it's all made up it's filler yeah, it is. But the the thing is, you you sort of can't blame them because at the, at the end of the day, like people want 24 hour ESPN. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't just go on. ESPN they don't and want like 24 hour ESPN. They just on. want when ESPN's on for something to be on. Exactly. Yeah. Isn't you know what it? I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it has to be 24 hours for that to happen. Yeah. But like if someone would be like, well, I watch ESPN from 1 to one thirty every day. Ostensibly, they'd be like, would you be cool if ESPN just ran for 30 minutes and yeah. that rather other 23 and a half hours, it was just black screen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, but I don't okay. want to watch I just want to see what Woody Page has to say. Like right now on, on ESPN, it's the NBA playoffs. So after every single LeBron James performance, the next morning, all the morning shows, it's just a debate on, is he better than Michael Jordan? And it's based off of his performance from the night before, which is so stupid. Stupid and that is, that is it's so, so dumb to be like LeBron James had forty points last night. He's way better than Michael Jordan. And the next day, oh, but LeBron James only had sixteen points. Michael Jordan's way better, and that's yeah. the whole week of shows. It's that's all dependent so on it's LeBron so James' one performance the the day before the show. Yeah, and then that's the whole narrative. The next, it's so dumb. And if you talk to these guys, if you were to say that to these guys on there, they're like, well, we actually do a service. But if you talk in the off air, they'll all be like, yeah, I mean, we got to, we got to fill this time, dude. We got to fill this time. We got to fill time, man. Well, then now they fill time on sports shows. I don't, cause I, I mean, I'm not just watching more sports when you're growing up and like your Saturday afternoon, you just turn on the, and you watch ESPN three times in a row, sports center three times in a row. And now so much of the show, cause I did watch on the Vicky. It's like, they just like, are like, this random guy tweeted this. 
Yeah. They'll just show tweets, not even all the time from athletes. Oh, no. Like, just Rick Hummeth had <laughs> this is that face when LeBron dunks. Is that a real name? That is a real name for my past. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you made that up. Dude, it's even worse than that. Name. It's even worse than just random people. It's, it's like LeVar Ball. Lonzo yeah. Ball's dad. Who cares what oh. a player's dad says? And then this guy's guy. front page news stories. They love that They're guy. Google, the media has become a car alarm. It just It's always on and you hear it and no one reacts anymore. But a guy like, like Lamar Ball is like a hot crowd to you. You're like, oh, this is going to be easy. Like, yeah, but, <laughs> just yeah. like five minutes of crowd work on this guy. <laughs> yeah, can't you see though That's that funny. like there's no one like since the media has become a car alarm in the sense that no one takes it seriously anymore. Because I kind of like the idea of it being a shopping alarm, like you know the shopping grate that you have to walk out of. Yeah, and it but goes off every now and then. Every time a fucking like, guy will walk up and look in your bag and then go, "Okay, at least they'll <laughs> pretend." The fucking car alarm. There was a car alarm going off this morning. It was actually my, my building alarm on this on the roof door. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a car alarm. It was going off for like an hour straight. I didn't even get up. Like someone could have been robbing every car in the block <laughs> and I wouldn't have gone up because we've been conditioned that car alarms are now, they're not actually. Well, you got to consider your, I mean, you're bad. <laughs> 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 I mean. The, that's the first part of like, yeah, am I going to get up for that? <laughs> <laughs> no one else got up. <laughs> no one else went to the door. <laughs> So like it's a good point. I'll just never miss a chance to call you fat. I know that Uh, when the media uh, (laughs) portrays Trump, every single thing that Trump does as if it's Watergate or worse. Yeah. No one's going to listen to you at all because it's all just noise. It's like every oh, oh, Donald Trump did an act out of a retarded guy, you know, like and then then it's after that. It's oh, Donald Trump said that all journalists should be arrested. And he was like total tongue in cheek joke. And they cover it with the same amount of outrage every single time it's like Donald Trump literally could do what he said he said I could walk out in the Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody he could do that right now and he, and he it would be fine it would be kind of hilarious uh, just not that he would shoot someone but that he would shoot someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue <laughs> like he lived up to his quote would be funny to me that would be amazing if he just like went out and did that like, randomly yeah. like Thanos Jesus, Beavis. Yeah. Beavis. Beavis We're going to get a fourth fun. mic for I know. Beavis. Um, Young Beavis. What's this red stuff on, under his arm? He, uh, he's a fucking freak. Oh, so, no. so Look his, at him. I do a bit about it. His breed doesn't exist. It's not supposed to <laughs> exist. So he dogs weren't adorable enough, apparently. So they started breeding them together. So he's a mockery to God. And <laughs> he basically has all these. He has skin problems. He has breathing problems. He has back. He just has all these problems. Cause it's, he might be the only he's dog not, I've ever seen to have psoriasis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in between grunts, he goes, nah, my eczema. <laughs> War of the Worlds when the aliens showed up and then like an hour and a half after just Tom Cruise running and terrible shit all the aliens died because there was something in the atmosphere that was killing them oh yeah yeah, yeah that's what Beavis is what a cop out is I it know. really yeah, dude, it's, it's the worst dude script. it's that's the worst dude the no one w- like they don't win they're just yeah. like they, and it's, by the way this this amazing culture of brilliant aliens just overlooked the fact that the, they couldn't live in the atmosphere for longer right. that's, that's exactly yeah, how it goes it's so yeah, bad and then dude. Morgan Freeman shows up out of nowhere and goes 
Well, that's how aliens died. It's Dude. literally Morgan Freeman's narration going. Something in the air kept the aliens, so don't worry about it. Dude, when Callus, Callus and I yeah, one time, Callus and I, I went out to Callus's house in Jersey where he used to live with Nick Callus, one of our friends, yeah, also Callis, also Callis, also yeah. Which and we were shooting time. a sketch like the <laughs> next day. Tour. So uh, the night before the sketch, we just like went in his basement and just turned on TV, and War of the Worlds was on. And the level that him and I fucking roasted and annihilated, I wish that was recorded as a podcast because I never laughed harder in my life. It was so fun and so funny. Isn't that We were just destroying that movie. That one of the most fun nights, like, in your recent memory, your thought about it is... Man, I wish that was a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how empty we are. It's like, because I want credit for those, those riffs. <laughs> I need the credit. Come on. Uh, yeah. I didn't know it was such a bad because it was a, that was also a book, right? Was yeah. the book such a cop out? Well, it was more. They have to do it well, for the movie. It was H.G. Wells' War of the World. The, the reason why it was so notable is because it was a radio broadcast. By Orson Welles. And, oh my god! Yeah. I bet that was terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody thought it was real. Not oh everybody, my. but like no, but people. for sure. Yeah. Well, remember, and you're like, in rem- a remote area, so you're like. I Holy think I'm safe fuck. here. Yeah. But ho- oh my yeah, You turn God. on the radio and it just kind of showed you the powerful, how That's, powerful it is. Dude. And people just, ex- and it's kind of like fake news now in a way oh where people God. just hear something and they think it's real simply because where it comes from. Right. So the, it was that, it wasn't an HG Wells, not Orson Wells. Uh, HG Wells wrote the original um, oh, and novel. Orson Wells or, did the, and the Orson Wells did, did the, the broadcast. radio broadcast. Yeah. And then he like did the whole thing as like an actual news report. And then at the end he's like, this has been a, a presentation of radio. So people were really thought, radio. It's like when they first had movies and there was that movie of yeah. the, the train, train coming, coming the into the screen right, and yeah. people were sitting there and they're like, Holy get shit. out of the way. <laughs> never, dude, you know the Flatiron Building in that, Manhattan? We'll never have entertainment that good. I know. Uh, you know the Flatiron Building in Manhattan? Uh, yeah. one? When it first got built, people were afraid to stand next to it because they've never <laughs> seen anything like it. They're like, no, that's falling. There's no way. <laughs> Not, like yeah. it's literally been standing for like 120 years. Right. <laughs> like doesn't matter. Like when it first got done, everybody thought it was going to fall on him. What yeah. a more fun existence. The brick, Brooklyn Bridge is like that too. They built the Brooklyn Bridge and everybody's like, I'm not going on that. That's going to fall. <laughs> and then uh, P.T. Barnum like walked a whole herd of elephants across the bridge to prove that it, oh, it was wow. safe. And that's, then people started Why using the Why wasn't that in the movie? Did you see this Greatest Showman movie? No, that movie sucks, oh, by the way. I've never seen it. i I never seen it, but I know it sucks because that guy, uh, P.T. Barnum was a monster. Dude, they made <laughs> really? They portrayed him like this fucking Disney father figure. Dude, Dude P.T. Barnum was, he's like, he literally has quotes like you'll never go broke underestimating the intelligence of the American people like yeah. he literally was like what we all were talking about how we hate about capitalism that was him like that he movie, literally was like I will exploit everybody until I'm rich dude that movie was all sunshine and fucking yeah. lollipops it was so sugary sweet yeah and like there, it's a musical dude yeah. <laughs> like, they're literally singing songs about how awesome he is and what a great guy he is and all this stuff and he's like singing to the freaks and stuff Ah, it's so cheesy. Yeah. Well, I remember I saw... Um, this just bothered me about the movie. Like, I saw... Just, you know, you're in a bar and you can see the captions on the TV. Yeah. yeah. So this isn't even like a story. I saw for 10 seconds there was like an E! interview with Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Who plays the main... Oh, P.T. Barnum. And um, in the, I just saw him in the captions say yeah. something to the effect of... Yeah, I'm actually very, very introverted. <laughs> and I remember Hugh Jackman saying he's an introvert. I was like, 
Fuck you. Really? You are not an introvert. You know, it's because introvert just sounds, it, what an interesting right. thing for him to say. Oh my God. You're not so a fucking serious. introvert. You host the Tonys. Yes. <laughs> You're the most, like, picture postcard of charisma in Hollywood. Yeah. Don't co-opt introversion because it sounds interesting for you right. to be like, I'm actually kind of quiet. But why can't, he, but why no, can't he be not. introverted? Fuck you. Because <laughs> you, he is literally a singing and dancing person I, feel, I don't know i feel very introverted when i do stand up <laughs> you're not hugh jackman well i obviously but i'm saying is like you're what yeah dude from what he does like couldn't he just need that validation on his own terms to where he's like the only way i want validation is if i'm singing dancing or acting otherwise don't fucking talk to me like i could see someone being like that that's how i am he said hey i'm an introvert and then he talked about how he's an introvert for like and 20 minutes <laughs> like show <laughs> tunes <laughs> i'm an introvert hello my baby hello the my thing, darling the thing that i hate about like actor interviews now and it's only just occurred to me that, like, I hate that when they ask, so why did you want to do this movie? Nobody ever goes, because they're paying me $20 million. Like, nobody ever brings up, like, like yeah. you can, it doesn't matter that you can be like, oh, like, I love the character. But nobody ever goes like, yeah, the character was great. I mean, it was a Martin Scorsese film. I don't know how you say no. Plus, they were going to pay me $10 million. Like, yeah, how come yeah. nobody ever goes like, the well, check was amazing? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> and I can see if it's a Scorsese movie, you're like, well, I want to work with a living legend. Right. But there are some movies where you're like, right. you and I both know this is just, yeah. this is basically a Geico commercial right. for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How in terms like, of artistic fulfillment. Like it, when that Red Sparrow movie came out, Jennifer Lawrence wasn't just like, I mean, it was good enough. <laughs> and I think it's going to be fun for people to watch. And they may they and pay you know, me a lot of money. Yeah. And you know what? I like houses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a payment. I have a mortgage payment. And she, um, she didn't have a mortgage. I know. She point is taken. Right. But like, it just bothers me that people. Wesley Snipes has a mortgage. Yeah. He went from not having a mortgage back into having a mortgage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. You're, I, no, you make a good point that, and then it's, it's because they can't say it because people, or maybe that people artistically behind a movie would feel offended. But but that's there not, are some of even not, those people they'd the be like gaffer's not there because he believes in the script. <laughs> 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 like the fucking gaffer on Airbud was not like oh man this is gonna change mine. The fucking poor <laughs> PAs, the PAs who had to carry fucking Daniel Day Lewis to set on right, my left foot exactly. were not like oh it's such an honor. They'd be like this guy sucks. Yeah, I'm getting paid eleven fifty an hour. This right. is bullshit. They really should make an Airbud where. <laughs> they put him down. <laughs> <laughs> or how about they made Act everybody... One? Like they, the, the wow. trailer. Yeah. The trailer is like him playing volleyball, uh-huh. and they're like, "Oh, he's at it again." And then in Act One, they put him down, and they his leg gets broken. <laughs> and he's playing volleyball, like I would just like to see uh, uh, Airbud where he just doesn't make the team because he's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, they just go like every rule no. book, <laughs> all the sports he played, every rule book is missing. <laughs> Play, and then yeah. they like throw the ball at him and he's like okay and then he throws a ball at him and it just hits the dog in the face <laughs> why'd you make me throw the ball at your dog they won't let him play and then it becomes like this courtroom drama it's like the it's the, a civil rights thing yeah, 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 the yeah, national guards walking into school <laughs> with the dog yeah we gotta make that guys <laughs> we gotta make that that's so funny 
Oh um, my god, that's so good. No, no justice, no peace. For <laughs> a dog. The I, National Guard escorting a dog into the school is the funniest thing. <laughs> it's just like they're all booing. Boom! Get the fuck out of here! Get out of here, you fucking monkey! He's <laughs> like, why? Like, 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 dude, it's a dog. Like, what? what are you? Uh, uh, with that I think uh, I think we're all good it's been about an hour so let's probably keep it down to that yeah man sounds good Uh, I want to thank you guys the future Hall of Famers here Nick Whitmer uh, where are you going to be what do you got to plug oh man just follow me on Twitter or or actually Instagram if you want the good stuff at Nick underscore Whitmer on Instagram I got uh, some uh, awesome uh, stories You'll, you'll like them right on a lot of gay stuff ooh yeah, Brett. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned my Twitter. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, check out Future Hall of Famers, and then check out the Rabel Brothers on YouTube for sketches. Yes, hilarious sketches, hilarious, hilarious sketch of the Rabel R A Y B O U L D. Nailing it, brothers. It. On YouTube, uh, you can find me at ChristianDuranComedy.com. All my shows and stuff like that are there. Uh, most importantly, check out Future Hall of Famers on YouTube. Uh, look for that. This has its own YouTube page. Comment, subscribe, like, and uh, there'll be more content up there coming very shortly. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Have a good day. Have a good life. Uh, have a good something, man. Peace. Yeah.